When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it means so much to us that you download our podcast every week. It's awesome. It gets us out of bed in the morning. And we just want to ask you to do us just the little teeny, teeny, eensy, weensy little favor. Just check out our sponsors. Literally without them, there is no show. And then that means there's no us. It's like a little domino effect. So if they leave us, we have to leave you. And we don't want to do that. No, because they love doing this show. Right. They put us here. I mean, we're in these seats because they allowed us to be in these seats. So please, please, please just check them out. Support them in any way that you can. Yeah. We will love you for Well, life. And you can figure out who the sponsor is by whoever has a small advertisement on our show every single week. So every single week, if you can do us that favor of going to whoever we speak about, <laughs> go to their website, check them out, enter a coupon code, whatever you want to do, but go check them out and, and show them that you support us by supporting them. The following program is a podcast1.com production. Podcast1.com presents the Ask Women Podcast. Uh-huh. A place where two comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect the female mind. You don't know how I feel. And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Booze. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women. Hey everyone, welcome to the Ask Women Podcast where you get real advice straight from the source. I'm Kristen Carney, comedian, actor. Follow me on twitter.com slash Kristen Carney. And of course, we're here with Marnie Kinris, best-selling author of Get Inside Her and the owner of the Wing Girl Method. I like how you're adding that in now because I keep I kept forgetting it. The whole point, the thing is I'm a wing girl and I've been a wing girl for 10 years and I've earned that credit so I feel like yeah. it should be said. Yeah, I'm like the beginning the, of our show. I'm more like a tail girl. Like, I'm <laughs> like behind you. you. Be? I'm like behind you, I'm dragging probably on the ground a little, a little bit. bit. It's kind yeah. of strange. No one wants a human with a tail. Right. Anyway, um, but we have <laughs> another male uh, voice in the studio today, Taylor Locke, formerly hello, hello formerly of Rooney, the really amazing band. But yes. now you're doing some solo stuff. Thank you for I coming am, in. Thanks for having me. Are you going to be like a super? Are you, what kind of man are you? Are you a? Um, because we always have a voice of man in here, and we used to have Mo, mm-hmm. who was, who was a douchebag. Chauvinet. Well, he wanted to be a douchebag. He was actually a nice guy, but like wanted to be a douchebag. So um, he was a foochbag, a foochbag, yeah. a fake douchebag. I'm a show off. Oh, that's a kind of which is also kind of douchey. Yeah, I know. Seriously, well, I want to get more to that in a second, but, but I, yeah. I, we're going to try something new yeah. today. I'm the kind of man who needs to know which suite in this office the modeling agency is in so I can stop by uh, It's after. this one. Oh, it's yeah, seriously, have you not seen okay. that? <laughs> Come on, it's right here. Okay, so I'm going to try something new for today and see how people like it. I don't even care if you don't like it. I'm still going to do it. But it's called a Wing Girl Minute. Look at this. It's like 60 minutes. I love it. Okay. So for this Wing Girl Minute, we are going to talk about putting women on pedestals. So stop putting women on... Stop putting women you know nothing about on pedestals. Yes, they're hot. Yes, other men may want them. But that does not mean that all self-respect gets thrown out the door. Respect yourself first and women will follow. And that is your Wing Girl Minute. For more tips on how to attract, date, seduce, and get any woman you want, go to Wing Girl Dating Tips. We will have more Wing Girl Minutes coming up each week. 
That what was like you, a wing what girl. What do you think of that? That was like when, a wing girl 38 seconds. Really? I thought that was a whole minute. Don't women want to be put on a pedestal? Isn't that nice? No, not in the very beginning. We do not want to be put it's on a pedestal. 40, 43 seconds. 43 seconds. Okay, fine. So a wing girl 43 seconds. No, right. wh- okay, when you're in a relationship, it, it's very different rules from when you're courting and in the attraction phase. So that in the beginning, you, you there has to be some curiosity. So if right away you approach a woman and you already think you're beautiful, I want you, without, without knowing anything about her, mm. that is when women feel really creeped out for a man. Because mm. what happens is you start to see through women and you're seeing their potential, although you have no idea what their potential actually yeah, is. Yeah, I do that a lot. Do you? Mm-hmm. When you're going to all these modeling agencies and <laughs> knock on doors, that's what you do? Uh, I, yeah, I think I... I, I uh I tend to fantasize and create a story around uh, women that I don't know that well. But I think women can do that for you as well because you're a musician. Yeah. You know, and so women can do that to men who have like a mystique around them. But I would just think because you but are they, a mu- musician, you have this uh, imaginative side to you where it is more romantic. Yeah. I tend to think women's stereotype of musicians is kind of negative. Really? Yeah. Well, so when you're dealing with women like me, yes. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, all musicians suck. Yeah. Well, actually, maybe tell also, us a little bit more about well, you I, as a musician and women. Well, let's mm. no, let's hear your song first. <laughs> oh, okay. Because yes. we have an awesome song you're going to play. It's not a tough guy song. It's like a sad sack. That's song. okay. That's we okay. have a lot of sad sacks. That, listen, I'm a sad sack, so, <laughs> you're so we're all niche. good. Total sad sack. And our, of course, our producer, he's so emo. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I can't even believe you get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. Art. Um, but this is called Burbank Woman, which yeah. is hilarious. Yeah. And if anyone is familiar with the Doors classic LA Woman. Yeah, I'm not really a, a big Doorsman. You're not. No. You look like you would be. But I think it's so funny because you have L.A. woman and now Burbank woman. Right. Well, and that's the pers- joke, but that is never said in the song. Oh, it's, it's not, not in the lyrics. Oh, okay. It just, okay. It just, it's just the name of the song. I was going to maybe call it Valley Girl, but that seemed, that yeah, seemed it's a, a little, little more specific to go Burbank <laughs> woman. Yeah. And Burbank woman sounds like, but she might be like a little less attractive than the Valley Girl. Burbank woman mm. could be like, eh, she's like, she oh, goes Burbank to. Burbank gets a bad rap. I think it's nice out there. I know. I was thinking that too. I'm like, I feel like you're more uh, prestigious if you're a Burbank oh, woman really? than a Valley girl. Just every time I've been to Burbank, I'm like, oh, it's so ugly here. Well, I've had bad... never been. I barely had been to Burbank until I went out on a date with this girl there. Right. Okay, so she inspired the song. What's that? I don't know. Let's yeah, play the no, song. I should, yeah. Sorry, I'm ruining it. <laughs> Sworn that when I left her there, smoking on the front porch with the sunlight in her hair, she was making perfect sense, and my restless mind went quiet. Driving home on unfamiliar roads, felt so good to see a part of town I didn't know, and I thought to myself, maybe part of me is changing. Something she didn't say Deep in her heart There was a valley And a freeway to get there Never mind the miles Or my persistence She was gonna keep me Gonna keep me at a distance Sometimes I'd find her In an empty stare Think she was looking back at a life no longer there I'd try to catch her eye But her restless mind was working 
But still it felt like she was leaning into me In the taxi, in the warm bed And the laugh she gave so easily I didn't want to think Somehow, somewhere, things were changing She knew something that she didn't say Deep in her heart there was a valley And no free way to get there Never mind the miles or my persistence She was gonna keep me, gonna keep me at a distance She felt when she walked away She's heard it all and still she knows She's come too far to get too close To get too close She knew something that she didn't say Deep in her heart there was a valley And no free way to get there Never mind the miles She was gonna keep me Yeah, she knew something that she wouldn't say Deep in her heart there was a valley And no free way to get there Never mind the miles of my persistence She was gonna keep me Gonna keep me at a distance Gonna keep me at a distance Get too close Keep me at a distance You have a really nice voice That was awesome So this bitch kept you at a A distance Well of course she did She lives in Burbank (laughs) (laughs) Yeah yeah, When you're in Santa Monica Exactly Burbank I mean it's gonna be a distance That's like when I first met my husband um, I, I think I liked him more because he lived so close. Because when I first moved oh. to L.A., I would date I love guys. A good neighborhood chick. Yeah, mm-hmm. like guys who who lived in Silver Lake. I was like, this is never going to work. I live in Los Feliz. Oh, I God. walked to all the restaurants and the bars. Yeah, we would have never dated. No. Exactly. No. I would have. Bro- I, I wouldn't even even met you. I would have broken up with you in two seconds it, had yeah. we met. No matter how wonderful you were. So, can you tell us more about what this song is about and what this girl was well, doing so that lot- we can dissect it? Yeah, I mean, a lot of times. There's like some fiction in, in songs or an amalgam of like, you know, there'll be a girl in a song that's really like pieced together from maybe five or six different girls because mm-hmm. I always like to date about five or six women simultaneously. Right. And then... Um, Who doesn't? Um, Do you usually pull the bad things together or the good things? <laughs> well, I don't <laughs> like, know, Let me just take song, one negative thing from each of But this song is actually completely literal and straightforward and, and true story. So it's different for me to just write a dead-on... So she kept you at a distance. So that was well, your she interpretation. Lives in Burbank, you know? Oh, I thought it was like a metaphor. <laughs> no, 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 it's both. Okay. It's both. That's why it's Burbank woman. There's no freeway to get there. Right. So, but okay. So yes, there was a distance. The five, you can take the five. But but because okay, a lot of guys write into us asking about like women flaking and women rejecting them in the friend zone and women who actually Ugh. like them and don't like them and how to differentiate between the two. Friend zone is what are you in high school? That's a puss who wrote that and he needs. That's about, that's about everybody who writes that okay. in so long. But the, the distance part, because th- there are a lot of, you know, for both men and for women, when you are dating, and I've heard from, the one, typically from one side who likes the other side more, that they don't want to um, 
you know, get too close too fast. They want to go slow. They've been heard in the past. Like, how, oh, I just rhymed. That's I'm like a musician. <laughs> but uh, if but it's I want to know. So if you had this situation with this girl, how do you know that that was what was actually going on? She wanted to keep you at a distance because she's been burned in the past. Versus, you know, Do she's just not that really into personal, you. No, I don't know. Do people tell personal stories on this show? Is that the idea? No, nobody talks about no, anything personal. Yeah. We're we never revealed sterile and made. No, podcasts, I mean, that's the whole point. It's like yeah. you're, you know, kind of having lunch with Yeah, you just talk right. about superficial yeah. stuff. Well, you are having time. lunch. Do the listeners I literally know that? am. What is that? If I chew loud enough, it's what do you got? Oh, on, look chicken. at him. Look at this guy deflecting. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, all right. Let's get into the fucking Burbank. Oh, first swear word. We're ready to go. Um, so, met this gal yeah. out one night. Didn't have any mutual friends. Not a dating site. Not a Tinder. Not any. Not a no mutual friends. Just saw her. Approached her. Phone number. We go out. Uh, first date. Um, dinner party at a friend's house. Met a bunch of my friends. She wow. eats normally. There might have been some quinoa involved. <laughs> yeah. And uh, is that normal? She stays the not night. Not where I'm from. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She stays the night. Uh, she climaxed twice. Me the once. Excellent. This is great no. detail. <laughs> no, give us more. Boobs. I don't know. <laughs> small boobs. No, I don't like big boobs. <laughs> yeah. No offense. Yeah. Um, I'm like butts. Gotcha. Good butt, obviously. Great butt. Nice small boobs. And then second date, went out to the Burbank, went to a comedy show in it's Pasadena. It's like you're committed already. You're yeah. like lesbians. Hmm. Do you so know then, that joke? No. What lesbians commit really fast? Yeah. What hmm. what do lesbians do for their second date? They bring a moving truck. What? That's, good. that's that? good. Yeah, that's fine. That is good. Okay. So you drove to Burbank. That's a huge commitment for people who are listening in Los Angeles. That's a huge commitment. Yeah. To do like 15, from Los Angeles. Fifteen minutes on the five. Ten minutes on the five. But it could be an hour and a half. Yeah, if there's traffic. Yeah. yeah. You're, no, you're you're fucked. Okay. Totally. You, you're boring the death. You're boring me to death. Okay. Why did you <laughs> trying keep to you draw at a this out? No. Trying to draw this no. out. No. Why did you keep it a distance? Well, no. like yeah, we're, we're second date. You don't want to hear about our second date. Uh, if it includes the distance part. She kind of disappeared on me after the second date. Couldn't reach her. Oh, interesting. And I kind of... That's what I'm talking about. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I, as much as I want to just play it cool and just move on, maybe she's not that into me, th- there was um, a certain, like, chemistry on both of those dates that, that seemed that seemed unique and powerful. And well, I she just, climaxed and twice. I, of course you think there's chemistry. Yeah. And maybe it was once. Maybe she faked it. I don't maybe know. One did. real, one fake. That's right. What, I'll take Still. that. <laughs> um, so I just couldn't reach her. And I, as much as I wanted to just let it go... I was like, this is, there There was something. There's something there. Yeah. So I kind of. This is what I'm talking about. Like you knew in your gut not to let it go yet. Yeah. Yeah. So I wrote her a long text and was like, I feel like you should explain yourself. Where'd you go? You know, we had a good time, you know? And then she dropped the ball that she just gotten out of like an eight and a half year relationship. There you go. I like I like that you did put something out there because a lot of guys yeah. they'll just try different tactics like continue to ask her out and continue to get flaked on or continue to not have any responses and they'll hold on yeah. to the tiniest bit of anything to right. keep them going. But so it, I like that you did put it out yeah, there and I, say like what's I, going I felt like I needed to know. So she told me which I appreciated and I you know I, and that was that and then a lot of time went by and then I asked her out again and we went out a couple times again and then she still kind of wasn't ready well sadly this is you know that's sad for you but I'm actually really glad that it happened because this was something <laughs> that we wanted to talk about yes. today Midwest. Which was, do you have a Midwest accent? I do but I'm not from the Midwest so it's what? very tragic where are you from? upstate New I know, York right? but it's, what? I, we're how did you get that? I don't know we're hicks so it's we're all tragic yeah it's horrible <laughs> yeah. believe me I wish I had a cool New Yorker accent instead I have the you could fake Midwest. it 
Yeah. But anyway, um, we wanted to talk about today, because we have a man's playbook segment, we wanted to talk about when to kind of give up on the woman that you have in your heart, but you have to kind of know that when it's over. When they say, I'm not interested. Yeah. <laughs> when do you let it go? So let's start this chapter in the man's playbook. Horny to win. I am horny to win. Blame Art for that. I'm horny to win. I'm so horny to win. You know I love what? it. You know what? I'm actually into the death penalty because Art deserves it for that song. I really. <laughs> Come on, you Art, like it. You want you want you want fight on the air right now? We'll yeah, fight. but but let let's talk about it. So when do you give up? Because the thing is, is like yes, fine. She's have she's going through a bad breakup. That was you know very nice of her to tell you once you asked that she's going through a bad breakup. But when do you know when somebody is giving you an excuse? Right, mm-hmm. or when they're being real about it, and when do you when do you finally give up? What do you guys think? Never, never, really. <laughs> well, know. you're you're a musician. I think you need songs. yeah, emotional people would say never, but what that does is I think extend a lot of pain throughout your life, and sometimes people live off of pain. I do, I know that, and you probably enjoy a little is- bit of the emotional hurt. But I think for people in general <laughs> to be able to move forward in their lives, have to cut it off because yeah. you're always going to be comparing everyone to her and it's never, yeah. ever going to be what you expect. Well, I have this one, one client right now who's going through this and it's, it's like he's continuing, c- continuing, what the hell is wrong with me? Continuing, I have a blister on the top of my mouth, so I think that's what's causing the issues, um, to put himself through pain. It's like he's, pu- he, he's letting somebody continuously oh, punch time. him over and over and over again. I just eat spicy food. Right, but I said to him, you teach people how to treat you. So, like, mm. you are telling yeah, people yeah. how to treat you. If you're going to continuously put yourself out there and completely forgive her behavior of, of really disrespecting you, because that's ultimately it's what's a, happening. It's Yeah, and it goes the other way, too. Like, I notice I, I treat women very differently each woman and right. I've, I've done i've i've been you know um an ideal partner and i've also been the horrible and i so i, I agree that people treat you how to yeah. teach you how to treat them absolutely and the thing is is like any here's a piece of advice i would say anytime that you're questioning what another person is thinking even though your behavior is not going to be identical to somebody else's behavior i think if you say okay if i were to do what this person is doing what would it mean so if i were to not respond back to text not respond back to a phone call not agree to go on a date mm-hmm. what would it mean for me it means i'm not fucking interested right i don't Except like you in enough. this particular case i knew that there was something else and i just wanted to get to the bottom of it there it wasn't was it wasn't simply it. like yeah not that into it right yeah, it could have been well but it wasn't because i asked and i found out yeah but i could also say i just had a surgery last week if i wanted to okay <laughs> <laughs> i could yeah all right i yeah, could yeah, technically yeah, yeah, say yeah. that because like listen if i am really into a person yeah you, and i yeah. agree to go on a date i have That's sex true. with them I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get back out there in some way. There's something that uh, about the Ugh, connection with you. Now you're changing my... Okay. Oh, sorry. Do you have to rewrite the song now? No. <laughs> <laughs> fucking mess. Am I screwing you uh, over? But Well, the hard part about... with The hard thing about this is that you have to tell yourself you're... I guess you have to be honest with yourself, which can be painful and can hurt. Yeah. Because basically when you have to tear down all the details around it, it comes down to the fact that like... She's just not that yeah, into you. Yeah, I have to face right, some and that's girls that don't you... like me. Exactly. And so I think some people have a really hard time just accepting right. that. But it's not some girls don't like you. It's some. It's not that, it, it's that they well, don't. Well, that's true. Some girls don't like yes. you. Yes. But in this situation, it was that 
you guys had that connection for what you guys did and there was no need to continue like there's a lot of times where in the past i've dated a guy you know three times let's say we make out we have fun with each other and then by the third date i'm like eh, i don't really want anything more from this person but i but i had a good time with them but i don't see anything going further with them so it's not like they don't like you it's that they don't want to continue and that chemistry isn't strong enough for them to continue. Or if they did go through a bad breakup that in comparison to their, you know, last boyfriend who still is on their mind, you aren't overpowering him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, cause, cause for a lot of people, the way to get over a, an older relationship is to get under somebody else or to get, be in a new relationship with somebody who, you know, does make you feel better. It makes you kind of forget that last person i think there's something to be said for a lot of these decisions being rooted in fear though of getting hurt again absolutely if you're, yes. you're in a fresh you know breakup situation. for sure absolutely if, if you've been really hurt in a relationship fear does come into play also the length of that relationship was was no joke you know Eight yeah fear is he really that's badass yeah it's a very long time but that's for but that that means that she's not ready to give herself to you so that well, that's chemistry her benchmark that, for what a relationship is i was like right. well, why don't we just like you know, can't we just go out for a couple months and then, like, I'll we'll go to Vegas and see the Beatles Cirque du Soleil show and I'll spoil you and spend a bunch of money mm-hmm. and then decide we don't even like each other anyway and just fucking blow it up in, like, and a did month? Did you say yes to that? No, because her idea of a relationship is eight and a half years. Right, right. Well, right. she needs to change that idea. Right. <laughs> that is not reality. And I should probably change my idea of spend a bunch of money on you for a month and then blow it up. How long ago? No, that? that's what you like doing. Not, yeah, if that's but, your thing, well, I don't know. I mean, you need you need lyrics. Yeah, so. I can invent. You know, you, it doesn't have to be a true story. <laughs> How long ago was this? Like six months. Six I months guess, ago. Something and like you're, that. do you still have the intense feelings for her today? No, we're just no, talking okay. about it because I played the song. Okay, <laughs> okay. I would I would like so that. That's, so but, so that's basically what it comes down to is that you let it go and you moved on. Right. And I think that that's healthy. You gave it a shot. You gave it a try. You followed up, and then you moved on. So I yeah. think that's. So the lesson for to, for the chapter for today's chapter in the man's playbook is I would say give it a couple of goes, continue to reach out maybe once or twice, and then you you can actually you know do what you did by saying okay just I thought we did have something can you kind of clue me in as to what's going on I, lo- mm. I love that you asked for an mm. explanation and I love that you received one um, and I think a lot of guys could it would really help them if they did put that out there instead of being so afraid to scare her off if they were to do something like that. So then if you really want and you really did feel a strong connection, put it out there, ask why it didn't work. Hopefully you'll get an answer, but then move on. Like don't let it drag out for months and months and months and months and months. Even if you get into a situation where you are hanging out with a girl and then she trails off then you hang out with her again and then she trails off and then you hang. Like if you have to work that hard to get a person to pay attention to you, it's not working. They're not feeling that chemistry with you. And then if you date other people, it's going to preoccupy you and you're not going to be available for whoever else you're going out with. Exactly. You're missing so many opportunities because you're fixating on this one person who, in my mind, is not respecting you and treating you the way that hopefully you want and deserve to be treated. Mm, And that wraps up this chapter in the man's playbook. So, Kristen, you are up. So we have uh, the Tinderella story segment because Tinder has become such a pop culture phenomenon. I call them Tinderonies. Tinderonies? Oh, cute. Well, we're calling them Tinderella stories. (laughs) Yeah, so you lose. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love this. 
back to reality and welcome to Tinder, everybody. I love that. Some, so some, everyone that we've talked to so far has basically said they haven't gotten a relationship out of Tinder, but they've, it almost seems more like a social thing, but I just thought it would be fun to read like a quick little blip of people's, um, either good or bad stories from Tinder, preferably bad. So if you guys are listening (laughs) and you do have some bad Tinder stories, um, or online dating stories at all, Cool. We'll talk to you about that uh, in a minute. Yeah. But uh, please write them in at uh, ask at askwomenpodcast.com. But uh, this one's from BuzzFeed, and it's not super cringeworthy, but it made me really uncomfortable. Oh, perfect. Because if it were me, I just would be like, oh, my God, I'm really sorry. Huh. Um, okay, so this uh, this Tinderella story is, I met this guy from Tinder for drinks at a place in my neighborhood, and it was going okay at first. And then about 20 minutes into the date, he tried to hold hands which I thought was weird. My silent reaction was basically question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point. So immediately and immensely awkward, I pulled my hand away and stuck it firmly to my wine glass. A few minutes later, I got up and I had to go to the restroom. The moment I got into the stall, he texted me, have a good night. Oh my God. So by the time I got back, he was gone and the bill was paid. Oh, the bill was paid. Yeah, that's why it's a Tinderella story. You slept <laughs> off your feet. Yeah, exactly. A free glass of wine. Why did this make you so mm-hmm. uncomfortable? Because I would be like, oh my God, he left. And I'm like, here, but you know, it's like, I didn't want to be that mean about it. Right. But it was weird to hold my hand 20 minutes in when I don't yes. even. That's very strange. You should feel off the hook if he's gone. The fucking weird hand holder guy's gone. That's true. Seriously, it's like you won. That is a Tinderella yeah, story. Yeah. So that was I like Tinderella that. Story. I love it. I think it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Ugh, there's literally nothing worse than shaving with an old blade uh it's like is my face already screwed up enough now i need scars all over it i don't think so a great way to avoid that is to use dollar shave club dollar shave club is amazing dollarshaveclub.com they ship quality blades and other cool bathroom stuff to your door so you don't have to even put pants on to get a great shave and by that i mean go to the store it couldn't be easier you literally pick one of their great razors and like clockwork you get a package in the mail once a month and everything you need for a great shave right there not an everyday shaver you like a little stubble I do too, and it's sexy to the ladies. So instead, you could join the club and just opt for delivery every other month so you don't need them every month. Stop trudging to the store for overpriced blades. They're such a rip job. And I go to buy a razor. They're behind a plastic case like it's some sort of gold or something, which is absurd. And you're like, um, excuse me, store employee, could I, could I get a razor, please? Go to dollarshaveclub.com and order there. Please join everyone here at Ask Women and the hundreds of thousands of guys who have upgraded to the smarter way to shave. Shave time, shave money, guys. Join dollarshaveclub.com slash askwomen. That's dollarshaveclub.com, not .net, not .gov, .com slash askwomen. And remember to support these guys because what these guys do is support the show. And for that, we thank them. And we thank you. All right. So now what do we do? So we're coming into (laughs) the second half of the show with Stevie Ryan, who is not a man. She's a very gorgeous woman. Yes. She's a very funny actress. And um, we're going to talk to her about what it's like to be hot and funny and uh, There's so few of us. Yes. There's so few of me. Right. (laughs) I was trying to say I'm funny, too. (laughs) That sucks. But we'll be right back with Stevie Ryan. (laughs) 
Hey guys, it's Marnie. Buying a car is a not-so-fun experience for most people, and it doesn't have to be. At TrueCar.com, they'll help you get rid of the fear that you may overpay. You know when you'll get a fair price because they show you what others paid for the car you're looking for. TrueCar.com analyzes what people are paying for their cars in their market and shares it with consumers so that they never have to overpay. Over 40,000 cars were sold by TrueCar certified dealers just last month. Users see an average savings of $3,046 off MSRP. True Car certified dealers go through a certification process and you work directly with a True Car representative that will honor your savings. True Car certified dealers believe that truth and transparency are essentials to a better buying experience. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what others pay for the same vehicle in your market and around the country. Second, register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings certificate. And the third step is simple. Just print out your certificate and take it to the True Car certified dealer for a better hassle free buying experience. True Car has the most comprehensive new car pricing information available and a certified network of dealers that offers a hassle-free car buying experience and negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Support the Ask Women podcast and shop at truecar.com. Hey, stupid, what's going on? Tis I, Randall. You know me best as the voice of the honey badger. Well, guess what? Pretty soon, I'm going to have my own podcast. That's right. It's Honey Badger's Badass Animal Podcast. And each week, I'm going to bring you amazing animal stories, interviews, a whole bunch of fun stuff. You're not going to want to miss it. Coming soon to Podcast One, it's Honey Badger's Badass Animal Podcast. The only place to be to listen to it is right here on PodcastOne.com. You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation. Hey guys, welcome. hey guys, welcome back to the Ask Women Podcast. We are here with, of course, Taylor Locke, who's with us today, but also Stevie Ryan. Hello. Who's a very pretty, very funny actress. You're lying. I, I swear. Fine, you're not pretty and you're not funny. Thank you. Finally. <laughs> yeah, like, finally, she said it. Finally, the truth. <laughs> I'm lying about the actress part. Yes, <laughs> definitely not an actress. I actually never admit to that. Really? Why? Like when, when I go to the doctor and they're like, so what do you do? And, you know, small talk. I'm like, oh, stuff. Like, <laughs> It's embarrassing to and stuff. Yeah, you don't want to talk about. It, it, and stuff is better than saying like I'm an actress, just like every other girl that comes in here. Yeah, like, right. don't you hate all of us? Right, like, it's basically true. saying I'm an awful human being. Right. How much do you? Because you right, do right. get the eye roll. It's like, okay, great. Like, I've yeah. never seen you before, but like, whatever. Fine, exactly. They're like, oh, really? Well, what did you act on? And you're like, <laughs> right. I don't even fucking want to talk. about But if it. someone yeah. at the same time says, "Are you an actress?" I'm like, yes. <laughs> How did you <laughs> know? Did you recognize me right. from what? They're like, you look really sad. I'm like. Oh, that's why. Okay. So like, depressed. Because I filled your prescription and it's an antidepressant. <laughs> right. Xanax. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, totally. So tell us about being pretty and funny. Because you said that's what we were going to well, talk let you to know. you about. We we coach men, or we no. You guys would know about she, being pretty That's and all funny. that we were fishing for. Was that. So you tell me. It's, it's, it it's like? fantastic. It's horrible. Isn't it awesome? It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> no, so on our show, we talk to men and women listen as well. Um, and men want advice on how to attract, date, pick up, seduce, whatever. They want to know how to do things with women without being douchebags. Right. So they would want to know how to do those things with you. So how, how do guys win you over? Or how have they won you over in the past? I feel like it's so simple. Like, here's the thing, <laughs> dudes. Girls are so easy. Like, not in the sense of we're easy, you can just fuck the shit out of us. But, well, maybe some. But yeah. it's so easy to 
Well, I feel like it's so easy to uh, get a girl or to keep a girl or to attract a girl. So it's tell us easy. how. How? Well, I don't think it starts with looks. Um, I was listening to Love one that. of your, one of your guys' shows, and I I can't remember which one said it, but one of you was like, "I would go for George Costanza." That's me. That's me. Oh, girl, okay. I'm so with you on that. First of yeah. all, Brad Pitt is not. No, hot. I mean maybe for some. But he's for pretty. Me, yeah. he he's is, very pretty. But it's so, but it's so perfect that it's it's, it's vanilla. Yeah, it's vanilla. Exactly. It's boring. And it's very boring. Yeah. And I actually want to quote uh, Amy Schumer from like an episode I watched of her show the other night because she said those type of men are so attractive that I don't even they don't even appear sexual to me because they're like on this different plateau. Yes, that is exactly. true. Yeah, that is very true. I agree with that. Uh, same thing with George Clooney. It's just not. It doesn't do it for me. It doesn't do it for me. I would. I so much prefer the guy who's like funny and goofy and just fun to be around and yeah, is cool to Rogan, hang out with done. and just wants to like lay on the couch, never leave the house, and be a hermit <laughs> crab with me and just eat lots of delicious food. Yeah, that's it's, what I'm into. The, the, I've always compared it to, which is probably not a great metaphor, but like the Brad Pitt is like the golden retriever of men, yeah. which is like, yeah, okay, they're great. You know, they're classic. Yeah, they're you in know, a lot of commercials. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're non-threatening. But it's like, I've seen it, uh, like, too much. Yeah, I like, like the eh. pug. I want the pug. Yeah, exactly. To cuddle with on the couch. It's kind of weird looking. It makes funny noises. Exactly. And that's the George Casanza of dogs. Exactly. So, so you have dated a lot of pugs. I've dated a lot of pugs. <laughs> okay. I've also dated guys that, you know, are, are attractive and... Not so Brad Pitty. I can't say Brad Pitty. Um, but I've dated guys where I can share clothes with them. We wear the same pants, stuff oh, like wow. that. Really? Um, but my current- Is that type of person a musician by chance? Because we have one in the room. <laughs> yes. Yes, I've dated a musician before. And did I did not date you, so this is not about you. But um, <laughs> it was very difficult dating a musician. Very difficult Why? for me. Um, it's, they're like banging everyone. At least yeah. in my experience. It's like I killing really, a million STD stones or ex- birds with one stone Exactly. Yeah. I'm not into, you know, STDs and going to the doctor all the time. It's very expensive. Right. Uh, but no, it was. it's hard and it will fuck you up after a while as a girl uh, chasing around someone that, you know, likes being chased around by lots of women. It messes you up. Right. Maybe not all girls, but I'm very sensitive. No, well, tell us more about that because I don't think... It- guys know or believe that women do have to do chasing especially when they look like you so tell us more about chasing men and well i don't i don't get chased like that's the other thing that drives me nuts is people are constantly like oh well you don't have like guys are just lined up to hook up with you like you don't have to worry about it and that's really not the truth like guys are not lined up guys are running away and (laughs) they hate me and um it's very hard to lock it down and i don't know if that's because we live in los angeles and it's very hard to meet a guy that wants to commit it seems like a lot of men are kind of waiting for the next best thing and i feel like i'm always uh falling into that trap of being with someone that is waiting for the next best really? thing. Because we were talking about that at the beginning of the show. It's like when to know to let go. Like how, how many oh. times can you be flaked on? How many times can you be disrespected before you say, okay, like I'm, I'm moving on now? Well, see, I have very strict rules now. It's taken a while, but after having a few, actually one, it was that one relationship with that musician that really just did me in. Your people are I know, what is wrong with you guys? You know? Um, No, it really messed me up, and after that it just broke me down in such a weird way that I was like, all right, anything that goes wrong after this, or anything that goes against uh, these things in my head, 
I just have to get away from it. And it's really hard. Sometimes it's harder to walk away from something and to just let go of it than it is to stay in it. It's much yeah, more it's comfortable easier. and easy to stay in something. But, um, well, but what, I, what were those things? Because you said, if I see any of these things, then I, I'm going to walk away. So what were the things? Well, um, you know, being cheated on. There was that first time it happened where it's like, oh, there was... At this time as well, I'm going to admit, I was young. I, this happened from 19 to like 22, 23. I was dating this person, so it went on for a few right. years. But I was also, it started making me crazy where I started going through their phone and like searching for it and going through emails and being very like... Not you. Yeah. And now I'm so not like that. Now the second, if I ever had the feeling to check your... Uh, email or even look at your phone, then I'm out. Yeah. Really? Like, I don't even, like, fuck that. That would drive me crazy if someone had to do that to me. Right. But I just feel like that's such a waste of time. Well, and can you I, don't want to be that person. Can I point out a, a subtext Go for it. that I'm yeah. noticing? Do you think there's a correlation between uh, preferring the George Costanza to the to the Brad Pitt because of the, the safety and security of them not being chased by other women or not having being able to cheat on you because they're no, for, no. I know for me it's pure. Sure? I'm po- believe me. I've never been cheated on, and my boyfriend is so boring that I have like no <laughs> fear of it. It's not something that like, comes in my mind. I actually search in the phone to hope because for does it. he look like a pug? <laughs> no, he's a very handsome guy. Oh, okay. He actually kind of looks like cute. you. No, he does, yeah. Um, but he's uh, sounds hot. He's super hot. <laughs> um, he could use a little more muscle. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that was a joke for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's purely because. It's a personality thing. When I look at the Brad Pitt, I'm like bleh, bored, bored out of my right. mind. I would but be really you, surprised if he if we hit it off and had like tons of jokes and fun things to say. But I'm 99 well, sure we he's wouldn't. He's a great architect. But That's these true. these are our <laughs> like, one of my favorite architects. Yeah, like I don't know Brad Pitt personally, so I'm sure if he had an amazing personality that 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 did b- blow me you know out of the water, I think it would sway me more. But but. From what I've seen in his movies, it, I'm the same way. It's kind of like it is the golden retriever. It's like, okay, great. You can spin around in a circle. So it's and not being smile. nervous that, that other women are in Yeah, I have the same thing. I've never been cheated on as well. Um, and my, my my husband is just lazy. He would never do are, that. So I have no... Are, do you think I'm making a good point here? No, I, th- I think you are. No, but I think you're making a good point, no, too, because it is good to question point. that. No, I, I, th- I think it's a good point. Yeah. 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 The no, safety no, no. in the Costanza pug... It makes perfect sense. I mean, I have one of my best friends is totally um, going through this right now where she's not going to date any more model types because all of these model types she's dated have cheated on her. And so she's in the, that has nothing to do there with the way that There are a lot of really I, beautiful women who wind up with funny looking guys. I, right. I, oh, yeah. But, but uh, a huge thing for women is safety and security. That is mm-hmm. potentially what we're looking for. That's but one of the 18 characteristics like that Stanza will be attractive. fired at some point. So there's not too much safety. In <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Look at Rick Ocasek. Oh, Classic God. Best example. Cars. She's married to supermodels. He's married to Paulina. Oh, and oh, that is. She's like the most beautiful woman who's ever lived, and he was like a fucking she's a very praying mantis. Right, right. right. Praying mantis. But yeah, but, but they, I heard, like, <laughs> yeah. like eight years ago, I did this interview with um, Dr. Benjamin Carney from the Relationship Institute, and we we were talking. Oh God, I'm going to totally screw this up. But he was talking about um, the way that women look at men. It, it, it's depending on 
what mood they're in at that time. So if they just want to have a one night stand, they're going to go for the prettiest, you know, golden retriever in the room because they don't care about safety and security. They, they just want to have a good experience. They can tell their girlfriends about afterwards and that they can feel proud about. So like looks will be important during that time. You know, if they have uh, fun with him as well, banter is great. They can have sex in the bathroom, then it's over. But if they are looking for something more substantial, mm-hmm. the, the looks, the um, appeal of looks and someone's physical attributes drop down mm-hmm. in the level of importance and the other characteristics sure. like safety and security, like dependability, loyalty, um, closeness to resources. Those are things that are more attractive to them. And he also did say more women are in the, you know, I'm looking for something a little bit more serious or real. Mm-hmm. They're, they're in that state more often than I'm looking for a one night stand. So I yes. think that explains it. But like, I, I'm, I don't think any of us would turn down having sex with Brad Pitt. So well, maybe Kristen yeah. would. I mean, I, mean, I totally go for like, John listen, Depp. If, if you were at a party like, and Brad Pitt like zoned in on you and was like, this is who I'm going to hit on for the entire if night. If I was single at the time, I'd be like, fuck it. Why not? It's exactly. Like if you want, like, it's a great story. It's a good exactly. story to tell people. Like it's, it makes a great story. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so same with me. Exactly. But then if we happen to have great chemistry. <laughs> afterwards, yeah, have it all though. Why can't, then, and you can build me a house. Partner that you're like really turned on by and that you have a nice uh, yeah, intellectual rapport with exactly. But I think I think w- what we're trying to say is that for women, it's not just you are good looking, you have a nice smile, you've won me over, and now I'm going to be completely addicted to you. It's you have a nice smile and you're pretty. What else do you have for me? That's exactly. going to keep yeah. me around for I would a longer like for period a woman of time. To respect my body of work and my body. At the exactly. Exact same time. <laughs> exactly. As she should. But sometimes they will respect your body because they respect your body of work. Therefore, it turns them on toward your body. Good one. Wow. We're getting deep. Very, very good. So we have this segment that's called Analyze This. And we have guys and girls send us in questions and then we analyze them. We just basically judge them and, you know, see what's going on with them. But they've written in some questions for us. And I would love for you to contribute in helping answer their questions. I would love You're up to for judge it? the shit. Good. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. So here is the first question. My biggest problem right now is I'm deeply in love with this girl, but she has a boyfriend. I want to learn fractionation as a method of stealing her. What do you think? I don't know what fractionation is, but it sounds like it's like, yeah, you know, Segmenting. Anyway, let's answer the first one. My break, my biggest problem right now is I'm deeply in love with this girl, but she has a boyfriend. Mm. What do you think? Take away the fractionation part. Well, that's hard. Um, I've been in the position where I've had a huge, not deeply in love, I guess, because I feel like you have to have some type of um, something to fall to in get, love with yeah. someone. But I've had big crushes on people that have been in relationships before, and I feel like you just got to wait it out. Like, otherwise... But do you wait it out and cut off everybody else? Or do you wait it out and still date? How, how no, do you, you balance the waiting date. it out? Yeah, I would, okay. st- I would still date and just wait it out. And you might find something awesome. But what does waiting it out, it out yeah. mean then? Like, just wait until that falls apart or there's a divorce or something like... No, you have but to you put could it, be waiting a long time. You have to put time. it totally on the side. It's like waiting to find out if you got a job or not. It's like... you. It, you go on functioning as if yeah. you didn't. Correct. Yeah. And then if it happens to come true, well, this yeah. I have a good example of this. My sister um, was in love with a married man, but they had never, you know, they never hooked up or anything like that. He would come into where she worked, and like she just would like melt every time he came in. But she knew he was married, and she was like, "Oh my god, I love this guy!" And she just had it 
she was in love with this guy. And um, about six years after she first saw him, he got divorced from his wife. And then um, now they have a child together and are oh, wow. married. Oh, well, wow. I had a, mm-hmm. well, I didn't have a child with this person, but I had a similar situation uh, years ago. I was in love with this guy that I worked with. I wasn't in love with him, but I had a huge crush on him. I had a boyfriend at the time. He had a girlfriend. Nothing ever happened. Um, my boyfriend and I broke up. Um, a few weeks later, his girlfriend and him broke up, and we ended up dating for like two years and living together and then of course hating each other in the end of course but it (laughs) ended up working out and i had a huge crush on this person for like six months right but it sounds like what both of you are saying is that like sticking around and being around that person 24 7 hoping that it's going to end that's not that's not the right route try to be their friend and and go on living your your life dating life as if that's never going to happen right i agree and my sister did do that my sister was dating and you know living her life and then it so happened that he his marriage fell apart and of course once it did my sister was you know eagerly awaiting yeah but there was no um but she wasn't like waiting the entire time no there was no on pause for him it was always like oh what if one day and it 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 happened i'm not saying that's always going to happen because a lot of guys what i hear from a lot of guys who i work with and who write into me and write into the show is that they become the shoulder to cry on so they're like oh god she's dating this douchebag and like why is she with him when she should be with me and they end up get the women get all of this like amazing intimacy from these guys that they're friends with who support them and listen to them Everything that their their boyfriend isn't doing for them, but it's like they emotional cheating. Yeah, exactly. But they never end up leaving that boyfriend for this guy until that guy ends up separating from her and giving a little bit of distance. And exactly, you know, like what Taylor just said is 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 going on and living your life, but you know, maintaining a certain level of friendship and not too much. Friendship. I think it also depends on this girl though. Like, where is she at? Is she right. super in love and invested in this relationship and and you know really into that or is she giving him some type of sign that makes him feel like he it's stick not around. a forever thing do you think he should say something because I, I love what you said in the first half well, of the show not a lot of backstory here like what's you right. know what is this guy like I don't know because the other thing is like fractionate. put yourself in I have no idea it's a, it's a pickup artist term put yourself no in that girl's uh, boyfriend's position like if right. that were me, I'd be furious. Get away from my girlfriend. Yeah. Don't yeah. fucking talk yeah, to her. Yeah, because then like, you're the Maybe there's a chance of us breaking up and you can come in, but until then, it's not going to happen. Do so, you know bye. how old these people are? No idea. That's all I have. Like or a little paragraph. Uh, I'm going to guess. No, I have, I have, I'm going I have no idea. 19, Ohio. Yes. I yeah, agree. they are young. Mm-hmm. There is another thing to think about is that if you do end up breaking up a relationship, okay, that, that shows something about the girl and where she's at and she could potentially do that to you so i think the the advice that we gave of you know not waiting it out but putting it on the back burner living your life and if it happens to come back around that's fantastic i think that's the, that's the best piece of advice is okay if you're in love with a girl and i don't know what your relationship is with this girl or your name because you didn't even add it in here um but well, i think I'm 19 ohio we're 19 ohio i think if you Mike. if you do have a really good friendship with this girl and there is something between the two of you you can say something Thing, you can announce where you're at, what you want, and if she says to you, "I'm with this That's guy a lot right of now," pressure to put on her though. That's it true. is, but it, but it's honest. It's real, and you get it out of the way, right? But it's if this is a girl, of their relationship though, this guy's just got to get something else going. Yeah, but it may not. But again, as we said, we don't know the situation. This girl could be waiting for something that mm. gives her the trigger okay. to yeah, let yeah. go. I'm just saying, if it gets to be that bad, then I would I would say to say something. Depending on, I don't know what their relationship yeah. is, so is I wish we could talk. Out, to- like why? 
watching movies every night while the boyfriend yes. like is away somewhere and there's it seems like there's intimacy there then he should probably confront the issue but if this yes. is all just yeah, in his fantasy, head. then he needs to Ooh, leave them alone. Good way of wrapping up. But I think yeah, there is uh, something to what you just said about um, it says a lot about this girl. If she is giving him these, you know, mixed messages, or if yeah. she ends up breaking up with his boyfriend for him or whatever, it's just going back to what you said you get him or you lose him how you get him. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Way, according to the internet, fractioning means to separate or divide. So I breaking up, <laughs> I guess. Thank you. I thought that. No, but it's, like it's fractionation. Their relationship, look up, look trying up, to get under PUA lingo. P, what is it? PUA lingo. PUA lingo. Yeah, and look up fractionation. It's a it's a it's a pickup artist term. I know it is, mm. but I, I have no idea what it means because I'm not a pickup artist. Okay, next question. The last few years, I have lost my mojo. I am 43, almost 44, and single, never married, no kids. I have my own house, this great career, Powers. love kids. My brother has nine. His brother has nine kids, wow. and he has none. Lately, I seem to be getting more and more uh, often stuck in the friend zone. Here's the mm. the pussy we're talking about. Here's the story. I'm just I'm just kidding. Whoever wrote this in. Um, here's the story. I met this girl in. Okay, Cupid, and we went out. I met her, and she was with friends. At some point, she was in my lap, rubbing my knees, grabbing sort of close to my crotch, etc. The night ended, and she got very shy as we kissed goodbye. She later claimed the touchy, flirty stuff was easy, but the kiss made her bashful because she liked me. These are all falling into the same theme. I like it. Um, My knees kind of go. Yeah. (laughs) Kissing. Exactly. More of like a crotch in the hand kind of girl. We met out again on Friday for dinner and had a great date. We talked and laughed. Actually, sat there a good hour before ordering. After dinner, we went to a local That's place and waitress. had a drink. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. When, what the fuck do you want? Exactly. Yeah. It's about, all about turnover. Um, again, she was sitting in my lap and would reach over and kiss my cheek, rubbing my legs, grab my ass while I got up to go to the bathroom. Wow. Very nice. Ooh, very far. Uh, he wrote very nice, not me. Um, she said she was tired and I asked her if I could come over. She said yes and I followed her. Back at her place, we laid on the couch, cuddled and started making out. Things got extremely hot and at some point she said she needed to go to bed. The next day, I texted her and asked her if she wanted to come over and watch a movie after work or maybe the Penn State game. She kind of just said she would let me know. I didn't hear from her until later that evening when she sent a text saying, Hey there, I'm about to turn on the big game. I've been thinking and I'm not really interested in pursuing a relationship. It's been fun, but not the best chemistry. So so I'm completely floored. I thought maybe that since I didn't stay over or have sex with her, she took that as a rejection and was beating me to the punch. But I really have no... No idea what happened here. She I mean, it was only the bed. second date, so yeah, exactly. So it's not that big a deal, but it really does throw me off. So what the hell, Tim? Okay. And this is along the same Tim, theme, sir. Tim, <laughs> you have stage four halitosis. You need to get a tongue scraper. You need to be flossing twice a day. Mm-hmm. You should try oil pulling. <laughs> yeah. You need to stay hydrated mm-hmm. and get back out there. Chip. They're all great tips. All <laughs> great tips. I think um, you lo- a big part actually because. I'm just going to admit to this. I'm reading a book right now called um, How to Get Your Mojo Back. Mm, oh, really? How perfect. my mojo. I forget the author's name right now. but um, Her name is Stella, and it's her groove, actually. Oh, how Stevie <laughs> yeah. got her groove back. How Stevie got her groove back. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, one thing that he says in it that really stuck with me is um, you lose your mojo when you can't accept things for what they are and move on. Like, that's why you're losing your mojo, dude, Mm. because you're just not accepting the way things are right now and just moving on with your life. Like, stop questioning why this girl doesn't want to hook up. Stop questioning why you lost your mojo. Just accept everything for what it is right now and just go on with your life. And, you know, you'll probably never figure out why this girl um, 
stop talking to you or shut you down or however. But you she did. It. But she did. Because he, you didn't screw. He didn't screw anything up. That was actually very great advice, TV. So thank you for adding in that little quote. You. But he, th- you didn't do anything wrong, yeah, as we've said many times. Is wounded though, and that's going to read. Right, Women and that's what the, that. I think Stevie was saying. Yeah. And I think what you're saying with that also is that it's your energy that you project, and so when exactly. you hang on these things, you start to look sad, and you know your shoulders go forward and stuff. Yeah. And so what I'm also reading here from this was that you know this woman was trying hard to possibly or potentially make something happen and see if he could be as playful back with her. I didn't hear anything about you slapping her ass when she went to the bathroom or you leading in some way to initiate what she was initiating. It was kind of all her. So it sounds like you were being a little bit complacent and maybe not really moving the interaction forward, which is why she potentially didn't feel chemistry. So when you do lose your mojo and you you know your confidence levels are a little bit lower, you're not really taking initiative and also contributing to what's going on in the interaction, which is most likely why she didn't feel any chemistry, but she was trying really hard. So I don't uh, think you, you did anything. her knees, too. Yeah, exactly. Or behind her knees, which is a great erogenous Maybe you zone. didn't have big enough knees. Maybe. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what happened. But yeah, I think I think what everybody here says is fantastic. I, I would say stop questioning it, um, but maybe go and work on your confidence levels a little bit, and you can go buy my product, How to Become a Man Women Want, which is on my website, which will teach you how to gain your confidence back, uh, erase all of these beliefs that you have in your head that are negative, that are possibly holding back, so that you can actually put yourself out there, flirt and banter, and be super sexy. By the way, I know everybody's waiting with bated breath for the definition of fractioning. Oh, yes. I dug it up. This dude on this message board thinks it's the it's the first deadly seduction secret. It's a big deal to this guy. Wow. <laughs> he writes, this is the most important closing technique anyone could ever learn. This is my first tutorial, blah, 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 blah. So basically, he says, ask her if anything great has ever happened to her. Such and such, and then link yourself to it by saying that same thing turned out to be very bad for you. Oh, it's huh? NLP. Okay. She will feel an emotional tie to you, and then it's called the mother reaction and their instincts kicking in. They repeat this several times, but doing the opposite yes. with positives and negative situations. After doing this for a while, <laughs> women aren't worth it. Don't. This is too much work. Nope. This is interesting. Come on. Uh, you uh, you need Kino to escalate her emotions. Touch. Into Kino is touch. You need form. quinoa. Exactly. <laughs> Love you. Basically, you're escalating her emotions into a physical manifestation, and you're going to get your cock sucked. I don't know. Awesome. Okay. That's, what's, what website was that on? Bullshit.com. PicSociopath.org. What is it? PickupArtistForum.com. Ah, there you go. That is my friend's website. So PickupArtistForum.com. Okay. do that level of manipulation. But it's interesting. So this is an interesting psychological tactic that can be used for good or for evil. But what you know, Art just read about is it's a, it's a technique called NLP, which is Neuro Linguistics Programming. So it's creating, they're called anchors. So they're, they're Major League Penis? Yeah. You're, you're creating associations MLP? with people. NLP. NLP. Yeah. Okay. So it's creating associations. NLP. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> but yeah, but it's creating associations for people. So if, if I ask you, you know, what was your favorite day in life? And, and Stevie says, oh, it was when I was at the circus and blah, blah, blah. And then I, I can take what you've said, use that in my own dialogue. I'm not an NLP like, practitioner like or anything, so I do It's not obviously. There's there's really question. seamless ways of day doing in it. Life. If someone asked me that, I'd be it's like, or when was the last time you felt creepy, scared? Though. Whatever it is, so you creepy. see what their emotions yeah. are, and then you connect yourself it's, to those emotions. No, Can you imagine though if you applied that to any 
where else in your life how much more you would get out of it like why do that to a person that's so weird well yeah. just seems like it's a very it. short think about if you apply it to other areas of your life but it seems like a very interview short term thing because then all of a sudden then you become a couple and then you stop doing this like NLPing or whatever <laughs> you're just now you're just peeing on the toilet <laughs> yeah you know and pissing her off it just yeah Exactly. Literally. Exactly. I didn't even mean to do that. But we'll talk about NLP another time because I want to have a specialist in here because I know – this is the thing. I am and was part of the pickup artist community, not even close to being a traditional pickup artist. Um, But there are people who do use this information for negative things with bad intention. And there are people who use this information um, for psychological purposes where they do have, they do have something positive. It's like giving, it's like giving them extra tools in their pocket. For example, that should be instinctual. Your game should be instinctual because this guy has no game. He's learning it from a book. Yes. Well, where are you supposed to learn it from? Get out at the bar. She, she get writes out books there. about but, stuff. But exactly, but, like, get, but get out in the bar and do what? Yes, you should learn. Buy them a drink. Don't ask them about their favorite day in their life. But do you know how many guys? Their favorite do you know day? how yeah. many guys have bought drinks for girls and they have been unsecessful? There's way more to it than that. Listen, being. Well, good with women like or being good drinks. with people is not natural yeah. for anybody. It is a skill set, which means that it's learnable. It's, what if you don't have a favorite day of your life? Then what? Well, then you're yeah, fucked. What if I don't want to think totally about that right now? I'm go trying on to enjoy my girl. cocktail. I, just I don't know. I'm throwing out I a question. no favorite day. But there's there's other questions that are asked. It's like, you know, when was the last time you were on a roller? There's all these different things. Ross Jeffries is famous for all that shit, and he's psycho. But um, there's other people who, who do use NLP for magnificent, wonderful things. To help themselves and to help um, other people, like for example, D- Dale Carnegie, which is you know it's not NLP, I don't think, but it's it's um, classic social interaction lessons. It's it's about learning to appreciate other people, and you can look at the tactics in his book, how to win friends and influence people. Oh yes, I've, I've read. This and you can one. say, oh, that's complete manipulation, or you can say that's a great way of interacting with people, where instead of you know just saying what I want, you're appreciating somebody first, and right. then. Well, and it just want. teaches you, it gives you just little tips like, oh, be be a great listener because no one's a great listener exactly. and people will appreciate you if you're a great listener. And so there are little things that, you know, you can apply to life and that will. Exactly. So from the fractionation definition, there are little wonderful things that are within that definition. But if used for evil, it will be given back to you I in an evil way. I think experience is going to be... Absolutely. Absolutely. But, like, let's say you were a brain surgeon and you just kept going into brain surgery and fucking up and killing people. They would fire you eventually. So you would go back to school. You would learn how to be a doctor. You'd learn about how the brain works. Mm. And then you'd go in and you would have your experience with the brain. And then you would be the best brain surgeon in the entire world. So coupling education with, you know, real life practice and situations. Yeah, but we're talking about dating and, and like... Finding you, a partner isn't there instinct involved? There is absolutely, but there's 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 a lot more to it. Even for myself, I'm a very intuitive person, or I would say I'm a very intuitive person. Mm-hmm. But with my husband, it, it, I, if I don't learn about how men work or about how my husband works, do some research, do some work on myself, um, and only use my instinct, mm-hmm. I'm kind of screwing myself for my relationship. So. 
maybe not. I could be the most instinctual person in the entire world. The way you screwed, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. But I do Art. think that with, with everything in life, there has to be some sort of work put into it as well, as natural as it can be for us. If you're a natural athlete, you still have to work at it. Well, I think it also benefits you in the sense of, um, like you were just saying, uh, you'll read about men so that you can understand your husband better. And sometimes it gives you some clarity on things. And you're like, oh, okay, I understand why he's doing this then. It's not because he hates me or because I suck. It's actually not me. It's just the way that men... you know, Work. absorb this or, or do this or that. It's not actually because of me. It's that that's how he processes things. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense. And then you can move on from that. And next time it happens, it's not going to drive you crazy. So, yes, there are things that, you know, are good. Yes, there are things that are good. <laughs> there <laughs> are things that are good. Thank you. That was a perfect ending. Do we have enough time no. for one more question? Or are we done? got to no. wrap up. We're good done, to so. wrap up. But I think we gave a lot of really good information, even though we didn't get to a lot of questions. I think there was a lot discussed here. And I want to thank our two guests. Stevie, Such good information. Ryan. Thank well, you actually, so much. I want you guys to plug yourself. So tell people where to find you, um, where they can hear about you. You can find me in my apartment with my dogs by <laughs> myself. And please don't knock with because your, do I don't like visitors. Do you have, do you have a pug? I have a pug, Yorkie. Yeah. I have a porky. Um, so he's very cute. Um, but you can find me online, I guess. You can find me on Twitter, twitter.com slash Stevie Ryan, or Instagram, Stevie Ryan. Just Stevie Ryan. Google me. I don't know. I got nothing for you guys. <laughs> it's amazing. You have a That's lot more of than, stuff. It's more than me. <laughs> not her. I mean, she's a lot of stuff. That's not more than you. No, you I don't know. I, I'm self-deprecating. Exactly. Taylor. Um, uh, my album's called Time Stand Still. It's coming out later this year. Uh, if you're in L.A., I'm playing at The Mint on May 2nd. Oh, fun. Oh, cool. The Mint is a good place. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. That's cool. And right now, I'm off to the modeling agency to ask some girls what their favorite day was. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they're they're not going to have one. I'm telling you. If you learn about it, it will work. Uh, but thanks, guys, for being on the show. Thank you you so give much. great advice to the men and women that are listening. Anybody who has questions, write in to ask at askwomenpodcast.com and you can download new episodes of our show every Thursday but it's better if you actually just subscribe on iTunes or on Podcast One because then it will automatically go into your podcasting feed and you don't have to do any work which is always a plus. Amazing. Awesome. Well be sure to check out Taylor Locke and Stevie uh, Ryan. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much you guys. We'll see you next week. Yeah. 